Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Marbly. Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> Full of pie and slightly sick, here we find ourselves. Indeed. <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> together nonetheless. Ah, uh, yes. Ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> Are we always under the weather since it happens? I guess it happens around us, though. Well, I mean, We're- most of the weather does happen above you, you know. But most, all the, well, most weather happens in the troposphere, the sphere that you are in. And so I guess it does happen around you. Mm-hmm. But today, particularly so. Under the weather cold midwest thanksgiving weekend festivities <laughs> has brought about the runny noses and the coughing from everyone so yes and we have no mute buttons so that's the that, that is true really makes it wonderful <laughs> that is facts our mute button is diving to the left like <laughs> oh yeah he went to the left, though. It's a good thing. Yeah, good. Also, a good thing that we have such an acoustically sound room to be in, so you can't even hear it when I do that. There's you definitely no, can't no hear anything else happening in the kitchen. Oh, oh. wait, it's <laughs> a room where it's exclusively filled with hard surfaces. You know, it's a challenge. Uh, it's all right. I also just realized the dishwasher is on. That's pretty. This is the level of professionalism that we have today, ladies and gentlemen. Appliances running. Along with noses, but hey, it's fine. We should go catch them. See, we that's should go we catch should. them. <laughs> bom, bom, bom. Bom. Yes, yeah. Week week festivities uh, coming, wrapping up. It's been a, been a cool, cold, wet, windy series of days. Yesterday was beautiful, but it's true. Uh, On the day of turkeying, mm-hmm. right? But it's all right. We have made it. We have survived. Mostly till today, to <laughs> leftovers, surviving on leftovers and more pie than you can shake a stick at. It's you know it's happening. It's quite a lot of pie. <laughs> it is a lot it's of pie. Large stick, you know, big stick, big pie. But uh, yes, I was reading yesterday. We talked about it a little bit, right? Um, the most searched for pies in America, <sighs> right? And this is a list that's uh-huh. distressing. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let's see if I can find this again here. Oh my gosh. Uh, but there are some entries on this list that are perplexing. Okay. So yes, here we go. <clears throat> the America's top Thanksgiving pies. Now again, when Google compiles these things, right, it says searched for pies. Mm. Okay. Now I don't know if that means I don't know how much of this correlates to actually consumed. Oh, like it's just like a, a measure of curiosity? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know if they're searching for the recipe. Because, it, it, again, it just says searched for. Mm. So. So it's it's an uh, in, uh, yeah, in, un, un, unprecise metric for yeah. pie consumption. Yeah. But probably might be somewhat close. Nonetheless, though, we have some interesting candidates. Okay. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> What? What? I'm, I'm saying. You, I'm concerned. I, well, yeah. So, like, there is a lot here that sort of makes sense, right? Maine apple pie. Or actually, basically the entire Northeast Coast. Apple pie, right? Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut say apple pie. 
There's also a lot of pumpkin pie on this list. This makes sense, right? Um, and then Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, I need your help. I need to know what in the world a shoe fly pie is. Shoe, shoe fly? Yeah. Now, apparently it has molasses in it. But I... Uh, I hope that's not, like, the only ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because, like, straight molasses will just, like, glue your teeth together, and then... Oh, that's it, it. Could it be, perhaps, that you are unable to shoe fly whenever it's stuck in the molasses, Maybe. and so it's just made for what you can't do with it? Uh, mm. Does that mean that it's actually just fly pie? It's just fly pie. Mm. It's just... You think it's pecan or raisins. <laughs> Turns out it's just fly. Sky raisins. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So that, that one's a, a big, confusing one. And then... And then again, we have some more uh, concerning, concerning pies, right? According to this list, okay, I don't know how true this actually is, but the Tennessee, North Carolina area, it says buttermilk pie. Oh, um, oh. Uh, I have worries about that. That right? sounds I like something for out of the Great Depression. That that's a nineteen that's nineteen twenties pie, right? Because uh, when you click on this thing, it just says, yeah, it's literally just buttermilk, egg yolk, and flour. Oh. Oh, no. With a little bit of lemon zest. (laughs) No. Like, I guess there's some vanilla extract. But, like, this doesn't sound like a a pie that you want to eat. Oh. Right? No. Okay, so I just searched this because I was curious. I was curious what this looked like. Okay. And the the description actively says it is... I was right. Okay, it says it is one of the desperation pies uh, made with using simple staple ingredients. And now there's a whole world of pies that I didn't know existed. Desperation, great pies. depression pie, like the water pie, <laughs> oh, right? As a right. Oh. I saw that. What's that guy? That that fella that uh, cooks the random yeah. <laughs> recipes on TikTok or whatever, like the vintage recipes from the vintage. Oh, cookbook? he's so yeah, he's so great. Yeah, <laughs> he's so oh, that guy. funny. Was that B. Dylan Hollis? Right, that's yes. his name. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. So maybe, hey, <clears throat> hey, buddy, can you do a buttermilk pie for us? Because I need to know oh. what that is. Okay, we're going to at you on this because I need to know <laughs> what is it. Mm. Other ones, other ones include, uh, you know, that we have a very stereotypical southern variety here with the sweet potato pie. Okay. Right? Uh, Florida is, of course, following the law. There says key lime pie. Key so lime. I think that's. I think that's mandatory. I, I think, don't think you get out of having key lime pie in Florida. No. I think it's like officially the law. Um, other other ones that make sense, uh, Texas, it's pecan pie, although I think it might be pecan in Texas. Pecan. I think, I think that's how it works. Uh, confusingly, mm, Louisiana's is Mississippi mud pie. Oh. Uh, and Mrs. Should, Mississippi's is just chocolate pie. So I don't know what. <laughs> did somebody tell Louisiana? <laughs> I don't know. Like, hey guys, hey, you messed up a little bit here, right? Most of the other ones make sense. A lot of like normal pies you would expect, right? Cherry, apple, banana, cream. It's a little bit of a left field there. There's a banoffee pie somewhere. Banoffee. Banana and coffee. Yes, but. Here's where it gets worrying. Can- oh, oh, we're, we're, we're oh, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. <laughs> you are right? on notice, right? It's just like it says Frito chili pie. Oh no, no, I don't no. think, I don't think I, either. The person making this list was just having a laugh 
<laughs> or Kansas doesn't know what pie is. No. And they're like, what? Frito pie? Yeah, I love Frito pie. And then that's it. They, you know, I don't know. Oh, no. I'm a little worried. I have... <laughs> That's I, absolutely atrocious. One of, my, one of my friends went home to Kansas for Thanksgiving, so I'm going to ask them when they come back. What did you did you have? Frito, Frito chili pie. I must know oh. the answer to this question. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. That's a confusing one, right? I don't even. Uh, yeah, that's. Um, I I'm going to guess they didn't get the memo on what exactly they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> or they're just like, Hey, it'd be funny if we put this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. My hope is that it was actually the third most searched pie. <laughs> it might be third favorite pie. Frito. Mm-hmm. Pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's most of the, the shocking ones. Right. But I just wanted to bring this to your attention again. Listeners. I need you to know that Arizona wants grape pie. Oh, uh, and Kansas doesn't know what a pie is. That's what I wanted oh. to make sure that we did. <laughs> That's what I needed to know. <laughs> well, I think have, have we done a have we done a pie breakdown? You know, <laughs> we might have, but I don't recall. <laughs> um, to furiously search the thing here, I I don't. Uh, I'm searching our. Oh, I think I'd have to search with our other document. Maybe oh, we have done this. Before. Maybe, but while you're searching, oh yes, go ahead. Live on the internet, you go ahead and search. I would like to say that shoe fly pie also falls into the desperation pie category. That that's wild, right? It is in the list. Okay, uh, there. So, but that's what it says. Uh, Crumb cake with pie crust is a post Civil War invention when cast iron cooks. Cookware and stoves made pie crust more feasible for the home cooks. Mm. Right? <coughs> so, there's that. You eat it with your hands. Oh, no! You just you just go for it. No mm. fork required. Probably because it's molasses and brown sugar, and you literally can't oh. cut it. Right? You can't. <laughs> oh, no. How are you going to cut that? It's not possible. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, you just scoop that out and dig in. You just pick I guess. it up and... Just go for it, right? Oh, no. I am i don't know about that. Uh, yes, on episode 113, Alero of Theseus, back in 2021, oh. we did our top five favorite holiday pies. We did our an- anti-establishment pie, for some reason. Uh, uh, who knows what that is, but... There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Uh, and for those of you wondering see if the list still holds here okay list review list review of our own we're reviewing a list that we made of a, of a review so uh brandon's uh we did our top five uh so brandon's was a uh strawberry rhubarb pie then a banana cream pie then a cherry pie then uh number two is lemon meringue <laughs> and number one uh french oak pie you know, I'll stand by that list. That's okay. a strong list. Mm-hmm. I feel good about that one. Yep. Uh, num- Collins, uh, number, <laughs> number, oh, no. number five. He put chili uh, Frito I pie. I was a little bit of Kansas because for five, I put pot pies. Oh. <laughs> uh, number four was pumpkin pie with whip. Oh, specifically. Uh, then I did an apple crumble pie. Number two was a key lime pie. And then number one was a peanut butter pie. Now, oh. uh, having just had a bunch of cherry pie. 
Are you changing your... Uh... Uh, there may have to be some things moved around in that oh, list just a little bit. Has been made. But that's okay. Because I think at the time, we had discussed how our number ones were more along the lines of like, not something we don't have all of the time, True. but like when we have that option, we always... <clears throat> We always choose that. It sounds like something we would say, yeah. That was what I we did. did with that. Yes. Um, also, interestingly, back in November of 2022, um, I still had consumption uh, while recording in my office. So well, that's, there you go. That's good. Some things so, never change. Some things never... <laughs> right. Under the weather again. Again. It's always, we did our, yes. One of these days we're going to get calling over the weather. It's going to happen. <laughs> right. I'll fly above it and I'll be all for the better. Yes. Of, of it. So. Indeed. So that it begins. Oh. Well, but not today. That's what. No. Today is not that day. Indeed. And that's perfectly fine. We will survive. We'll survive. Isn't that right? Right. Good. (laughs) Mm. Well, other other uh, exciting events from over the weekend, listeners. We'll just clue you in on uh, what we've been up to here. Colin, have you sufficiently recovered from your uh, yesterday activities? Right. (laughs) Right. After filling Colin up with pie, it was time to do heavy manual labor. Right. That's what we were Uh, called to do yesterday. Uh huh. (laughs) Uh, but not just any normal manual labor. No, we weren't moving furniture. We were not doing anything of that sort. Um, but we were, in fact, uh, doing an, an antenna raising. Indeed. An antenna right. raising. Flush with pie. <laughs> Basically, Dad was like, I was going to rent a bunch of machinery and stuff, but then I remembered you were coming. So, so while I have you here, <laughs> let us step outside and... Um, your main goal make sure this just doesn't fall and break so yes we raised uh, uh a ham radio antenna number dose uh for for him and sure. but this one's cool it has a it's a dire- it's a directional one it has a little motor at the base so it can it can pivot can swivel from you side know. to side you can aim your radio waves Rain, aim your beams where they're supposed to go and where they're not supposed to go to. Oh, and no, don't do that. <laughs> don't put them there. There's a disclaimer, FFA. We would never do that. Is that is it FFA or FTC? FAA? I think. Is, no, is it FAA, the airlines? Yeah. FCC is, is no. in charge of the... the I think it's FAA. <laughs> because you'll bounce it right off their plane. They'll be like, uh, well, okay. no. <laughs> Stop that. One of the Fs. That's what we'll say. Uh, one of the, it's federally regulated. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody to oversee it for sure. But mostly without, we didn't break anything, which was good. That's uh, true. It was, uh, uh, only exhilarating a few, a handful of times, uh, as things almost got caught. That's but, true. But the tree moved, so it's fine. <laughs> the barn did not move. So, we oh had to yeah, move. that's true. We had to pause slightly for that. <laughs> Slight. It was a bit m- more stubborn than the tree was. Yes. Shockingly. I know. <laughs> Crazy how that pans yeah, out. Right? <laughs> what? <clears throat> oh dear. Are you fully recovered from it? I think so. I don't seem to be as I angle my body this way and that in the chair. Yep. Nothing We're seems doing... to be particularly strained or broken. So that's a good sign. Doing a full check. Yeah. Full, full check. check. 
Good to go for now. <laughs> Later, we have to go home, recover, and get ready for Thanksgiving part two. Part two, yeah. Part how do, two. How do you? How do you? Do you dive in as, as head first, or do you take a lighter thanks, second Thanksgiving? Uh, or well, yeah, I don't really. My plan is to not just go crazy, right? Not to go too <clears throat> ham, as they say. But, dude. <laughs> uh, slightly different fare, right? At the other locale, right? So, just mix it up a little bit here. See how it goes. A lot more people, too. So, you have to be a little careful about, you know, and make sure everybody gets some... Taking, taking all of the food. Yeah, I don't want to take all the food, right? <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be polite, right? Fair enough. Just steal it all out from under you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty much. So, we'll see how that goes, but should be all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll be we'll be relaxing afterwards. No, no part two dose for for us, but uh, it'll be it'll be okay. So, yeah, this was a this was a, a weird weird week getting prepared for. Thanksgiving. I don't know how if how your week before Thanksgiving feels, um, especially from the education side. Sure, because you can't another one of those. I can't get too far along with things. Um, I've got to kind of pace this a little bit differently. Yeah, you have to definitely aim for like a stopping point, right? You have to aim for like, okay, we need to get to this part. That's what I did this time, right? Because there was some things that I want to do, like the next assignments and the projects. Right, we can't start them. On those, like, my school still does the old, oh, we're going to go to school Monday and Tuesday and then be uh, off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like, well, Just take the whole week. Just, I mean, everybody else is now. So, just, like, yeah. just go for it, right? <clears throat> but that makes it extra hard because you're like, I have to do a thing because they're already going to be, like, wound up and crazy. Uh, and so if you do nothing, it makes it worse. So we have to give them tasks to focus on and things to do, things to accomplish, but it can't be like too, like you don't want to make too much progress Mm -hmm. because then you're out of whack for when you come back. Because what you can't do after five to six days out of school is like, all right, remember what you did last week? (laughs) No, nobody remembers what they did last week. They barely remember on a good day. So like, after like a whole week off there no that's not how that works so we got to get that <coughs> kind of sorted in aim so we had to do some filler days right we had to talk about some stuff in science about like new madrid fault zone everyone's favorite ah. intercrustal seismology right uh-huh. uh-huh yes yes it's the intercrustal specifically that makes yeah. it makes it the makes best it the best topic it makes it more interesting right uh to focus on some of that and just to give us some break, because when we come back, we have to start like a new thing, and so didn't want to again do like an intro and then be off and then come back and be like, okay, now start. Like, <laughs> no, no, that's not, <laughs> not going to work out. So ease back into this. Ease. Yeah, ease back in a little bit with some stuff, and then and same thing with uh, history time. We have to. I don't. Oh, we're gonna when we come back. We're going to do a, a thing and get ready for like a, a small presentation, right? So we had to just do some cleanup stuff here and there before some review things and stuff like that to make sure that we don't stop. Because what I always do is like we read a chapter, right? And then we introduce the project after that because it's about 
the section in the book, right? Mm. About like contributions and inventions and things like that. But what you definitely can't do <laughs> is read a chapter in the book and then be off school for six days. Oh. <laughs> and then go, ah, uh, yes, let's, let's do our presentation about what you read. You're going to be like, I didn't read. What? Yeah. Yeah. What's a book? Where are you? Where am I? Am I? I What's happening? I don't know anything that you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> but it was okay. We, we found a good... I just sort of lucked out, really, I think, with, like, where we stopped. So it was good. We were able to maintain. So we should be able to hit the ground running when we come back. They'll be real excited that they have to, like, sit and read a thing. It's not very long. It's, like, a page, right? It's not, like, when I say book, it's, like, mm. sure. <laughs> There's a reading assignment. Yeah, a reading assignment. But luckily, it'll be light for them. But we'll come back, make them do that. That'll be a solo reading assignment, I feel like. Especially after coming back from all that stuff, we need some... Not, time to recenter and and uh, remember how school works, right? Not throw them back into immediately into a group. Uh, yeah, no. of people. <laughs> Give them some time to reestablish. Be like, oh yes, there are rules here. We must. We have some expectations we have to follow. Uh, so reestablishing that after a break is tricky slash difficult because I always think about like. Uh, I don't know. I just expect that you would remember how to do it, mm. right? But then I have to remember. Oh no, you're twelve. I have to remind you what to do, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and this is their first time experiencing this sequence of things and this event, right? Mm. So that's in this context. So it, it, it's and it's not for you. So it's kind of I'm sure that it's going to remind remind of like nope, nope. This is a this is, they don't know. Yeah. It's a little tricky to remember that sometimes. I I forget mm. right, and I have to be like oh. I don't think I told you about that specifically, <laughs> right? Like, huh? I didn't say don't do this exact thing or please do this exact thing. And so I have to go, Oh, Hey, please do this exact thing. Like, yeah. I have to- <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little tricky to remember how to navigate just around that idea of how that works. Because I just take for granted that people know what I want them to do sometimes, but they don't. Yeah. But they don't. They don't. So. No, they can't. They're not mind readers. No. No. Which I should remember because I'm not a mind reader either. Mm. And sometimes they tell me things. And I'm like, Whoa, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know the thing. Like, I don't no. actually know that because why would anybody know that? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, we we have to remind our staff constantly of like if you don't tell us like no one's gonna know like no one will know anything if you don't speak up about it and so when we are surprised by things sometimes it's quite frustrating because we're like look if you just would have told us like that's all this would have taken it was it's a four word sentence maybe or something like that that's all this takes and we clear everything up true um, and same thing with us of like okay like we really do have to be explicit in how we state their expectations going into this of like no it's not just look at the notes it's okay in the notes you're going to find these directions do do those specific directions directions are hard though like you gotta read them you know who wants to do that yeah well, it is, <laughs> it's tough because yeah you want to give a lot of it is it is a balance of giving 
all like a lot of information and being you know giving them enough information but mm-hmm. also not overloading them so that they start to skip over things and just try and guess to what's going on and but also it's like well i don't want to give too little information and then have them be completely out of the loop but i don't want to overload them with information so that they just kind of go yada 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 and and scroll through that's true that's not helpful at all in the slightest so uh, it's hard right especially with small children because now like all we can think about is uh christmas break right which is like a month away so they're thinking like, oh, more off school time. And I'm thinking, ah, more off school time now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, gosh. Yeah. Cause you got that looming. Oh, that must be coming back from the, like the Thanksgiving break is just a little tease. Yeah. For what's about to come. <laughs> yeah. So trying to figure out like how, because now I have a lot to accomplish in seemingly not a very long amount of time. Mm. And so pacing becomes difficult, right? I have to try to get things lined up, right? My pacing is going to be slightly off because I accidentally have like two big projects happening at the same time. Uh, Right. So like big, I guess, but we have to finish our monthly challenge thing, but we're also getting ready to do like a class project for like in class. So whoopsie daisy. Do, do you find that you have to change how you present content or stuff to make it more engaging uh, that during this time of year? Or is it, you just kind of stick to how you normally do things and no, not really. Right. I don't, at least if I do, I don't do it, uh, like, I don't think about it, right? Sure. I don't do it consciously. Um, but I don't think so, right? We just do our thing. You're not like, okay, now, now after I come back from Thanksgiving, all the slides are going to have, like, flashing lights and, like, yeah, scroll no, bars. No, and, like, no, no, no. <laughs> They're just going to be, try to keep some level of consistency all the time, sure. right? Still do our notes the same way. Still tell really bad jokes in the middle of class. Perfect. Right? Still do assignments. <laughs> consistency right mm-hmm. that's the important part so we got mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah still have to that's the thing i have to do that and then i have to figure out i haven't like finalized my december like monthly challenge thing mm. which like is also hard because it's not a very long month right if i look at my calendar here i only really have like just a little bit of time, like three weeks, maybe one, two. Yeah. So mm. I don't actually remember what day we get off. So, but so that'd be that. So I have to do something, but I don't want to make it too outrageous, but I have to figure out something to put there to keep my, to keep my, my plan chugging along. Sure. Right. So, Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I don't know what it's going to be. They've been trying to balance them between like making things and like doing some sort of like research based endeavor. Right. So it's the research based time. So I just need to find some sort of smallish thing. Right. To put in there. Yeah. So they have something to do when they do have free time and they, we can keep this established plan happening, but like, I don't know what specifically it should be. Right. 
Now, in times past, have they, because they haven't, these challenges typically haven't done, haven't had to do anything with the current content that's right, or is it? Well, sort of, right? Like sometimes a little bit, right? So, or it's some of it, because the last one we did, the last research one we did was about like current content y stuff, right? So it just made it slotted, it slotted in really nice with, Mm. with how we did it. So, I don't know if it should be something like that or if it should be a little more like free for all or if it should be, well, I don't know exactly. So I don't know. I don't really know. Kind of stumped as to what to, because I want it to be still be like useful, right? But I don't want to make it just like boring. Otherwise they definitely won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> So well, you should have them. You should have them because you're you're in you're in seismology. You're learning about crust and stuff. You should have them. Have them rank their favorite layers of the Earth. Oh, well, <laughs> do a know. power do a power ranking of Earth layers, and they have to defend their answer. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <coughs> Perhaps. We could just do a like a uh, since it's like the end of semester. We could do like a semester review. Like, what is your favorite thing that you've done so far, or favorite topic so far this semester? Yeah, that'd be that, that would be it. Because that, that could be, be nice and short, uh-huh. right? And it would be like it's this. Here's why. Something about like how is it useful for mm-hmm. like understanding the world or something? Mm-hmm. That's what earth science is all about. Okay. Right, knowing how the world actually functions, yeah, so that you can combat people on the internet that tell you that it's flat. Um, Look, can- <laughs> talk to you about the firmament again, and why why spaceships don't work? They're not real, mm. of course. Yeah, <laughs> sure, fine. You could do that, or power ranking of Earth, Earth layers. Okay. It's fine. You okay, can, there's not that many layers to rank, though. What? There's like seven? I mean, five? No. Depends on I mean, well, it depends on how in detail you want to go. Yeah. Right? You do have the big four. Yeah. Okay. Outer core, or inner core, outer core, mantle, crust. Okay. Right? You do have technically like sub layers, like a stenosphere. <gasps> See? Okay. Right now we're loves, talking. Everyone loves the stenosphere. Yes. But like, oh, do you love it enough to put on your power ranking? Right. Lithosphere. I Lithos- know that one. Well, I mean, lithosphere is just crust plus, plus. astenosphere. See. Right. Well, so you don't, you could, I, I was saying it's an option. I mean, it's it an is option. an option, <laughs> but like, you know, it's just, I don't know if that's a good enough plan. <sighs> Fine. Okay. One better one. Top five minerals. You go. Oh, I mean, that's true. <laughs> we are getting ready to do rocks and stuff. So as an intro to that, well, I don't know if that'd give away the, give, give away the goose that's true. too much. Yeah, that's true because you don't want to be like, oh, it's going to be, you know, because I don't want to introduce a thing that you have to do before we start talking. About yeah, it. that's a good point. That kind of made, leaves it a little bit more like, uh, what Just are you teaching ourselves? About? Yeah, that's hard for them. It would be hard for them to talk about that and write those. Yeah. In a in a straight in a, an intelligent way yeah. because they I mean in a straightforward because they haven't been taught that yeah. they're just copying stuff off of Wikipedia. If I'm like, hey, tell me about why you love marble, they'll be like, uh, yeah, you know, 
marble. It's marbly. Very marbly. You Mar- can, uh, you know, make things out of it, right? But the, but the mm-hmm. <laughs> allows you. But the words that we want won't be there yet. So, nope. Unfortunately, like metamorphic. Nah, nah. Uh, good one. Heat and pressure. Look at that. <laughs> There are other, uh, my mind just went blank on the other metamorphic classification word. Uh, or what is, what, uh, either has stripes or it doesn't. Oh. There's an official science word for this. And hmm. it's just a flown out of my brain. Hmm. Right. <clears throat> but that one, that one. Yeah. Okay. But that, where it's like, oh, because it's oh, foliated, foliated, of course, of course, foliated or non-foliated, obviously, As obviously. everyone's everyone's favorite. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a foliated metamorphic rock? That's a good point, right? It's a good point. It's pretty good stuff. Don't I like. It. You know, that's where we need to, we need to, we need to, as a country, we need to draw our boundary lines where they really matter. Yeah. As a society and choose. <laughs> why, why nice is an underrepresented metamorphic rock, right? Oh. That's really, that's really the crux of the issue here. You that's, know, when I say I'm a single issues voter, that's what I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. I really yeah. want to know. I need to know what the, how they stand uh, on nice. <laughs> on nice is a, is a, how do you really feel about, Shist, right? That's Shist. what I need to know. Uh huh. That's what I need. Because <laughs> how else? I'm, how else am I supposed to judge your character until I know these things? That's true. So that's fair. That's what. Right. This is what the voters want to know. Yeah. Going into 2024, fully on. Yeah. Mm. I expect to see this on ballots across America. Okay. Or, or not? Or not? It's fine. Probably won't do that. No, but it's, okay. <laughs> it's fine. There have been worse things in the world. So there's been worse things on the ballots. This is this is true. This is true. Oh my gosh. Well, moving away from politics. Uh, we uh making I had a call this this sorry. On those geo political issues. Yeah. Oh, oh we did it. Oh got him. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) you just gotta move past it you push past the pain and it'll be over soon Uh, just push past it Megan and I did a phone call this week (coughs) and um, it was a continuation from a phone call that we had last week uh, from uh, somebody who's trying to sell us on some advertising Uh okay so we uh, are a uh, hyper geographically specific uh, kind of service making the other uh, traditional forms of advertising like radio and TV. That's true. Not helpful. Because like, wow, that's really cool. They can reach so far away. I cannot. Yeah. I can reach X kilometers from this pin I drop in Google Maps. Mm-hmm. This is the radius of mm-hmm. This is my radius. And no, you may not come to me. I only go to you. So yeah, true. Uh, so th- apparently, in extremely wealthy, well, well, to do neighborhoods, um, maybe around golf courses, uh, there is a magazine that they distribute to all of the residents of these places. Uh, okay, and it is it is specific to 
that community. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it sounds terrifying, if uh, I'm being honest. Like, I don't know. It was described to us as a private Facebook page, but printed. Mm-hmm. Once a month, I get it. And they include like graduations. Uh, all of the content is generated by the residents. So, oh, so it's quality content, very high quality. Mm. Like your grandma's pumpkin pie recipe. Well, and yeah. or an article. I don't know what they would write articles about. Actually, I didn't. I did. We never asked him other than the recipes because it's just coming back to what are people writing about? How to remove golf balls from your gutters, right? Or how do we how do we shun the outsiders? <laughs> like, <laughs> really, really, what I I think is written about in these things is. <laughs> Is how to, how taller gates deter entrance from outside exactly. individuals. <laughs> Look, we have electrified the sidewalks after it's, hours. It's fourteen feet tall. It's more imposing. Yes, <laughs> to keep the plebes away. Exactly. So, so anyway, I actually never because he was like, "Oh yeah, we there's articles about there about graduations and every." <laughs> Every new person who moves to the area gets a feature article about themselves and that issue to introduce themselves. No, thank you. To to the rest of the people in the community. And anyway, there's one here in in uh, in our town where they are getting this magazine. It's just coming to them now. Oh. And boy, what have they been missing? They're going to be so enthusiastic. For 350 homes, oh they God. reached they reached out to us and they were like, "Hey, do you want to be a sponsor of this magazine? And we were like, huh? I mean, I don't no, I don't not want to be. Tell me more. Uh, because they're kind of our clientele. And we, we actually it's targeted too. Yeah, yeah, it's very targeted. We also ha- already have one person in the community that is a client of ours. Mm. So like, well, that'd be swell if I could get like two people out of this, or three people out of this. And Dealing with this individual who, who is selling this has been, oh, it's been a racket. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. So at first, he was like, no, I only want to meet in person uh, to talk to you about this. And I was like, mm, I can't do that. And he was like, is there anybody else who's going to be in the decision-making process? And I was like, yeah, my wife. And he was like, well, she's got to be there, too. I want to make sure to talk to everybody involved. And I was like, hmm. This is sounding like someone who's trying to sell you a timeshare. <laughs> well, just, just wait. Yeah, oh. uh, <laughs> no timeshares involved, actually. Okay. But uh, we, we scheduled a call, and we spend like 45 minutes with him. First off, he can't use He doesn't know how to use Zoom. He does not know how to use Zoom. It's terrible. It's mm. very bad. Maybe um, one of those four steps failed him. I, right. Uh, Maybe the, <laughs> he just decided to be like, nah, not working I'm today. Fine. I don't need this. <laughs> this is not what I need in my life. And uh, he spent 45 minutes, I think. Megan will probably correct me here if I'm wrong. Was it 45 minutes? Yes. Uh, sorry, our in studio input audience. for the live studio <laughs> audience you. was a thumbs up today. Uh, normally I would have just texted instead of just uh, yelled. <laughs> like, we have just show that we're live. Just, page, just paging from uh, a, a, a PDF. Uh, back and forth, being like, and this is what this page looks like, and this is what this page looks like, and this is what this page looks like, and this, and talking to us about the the revenue growth of the company that does the the magazines, and I'm like, what a weird sales pitch to a potential advertiser. Yeah, Basically, what? like, 
So you're telling me like, sure, you did $124 million in revenue because it's a national uh, thing and they come into little, 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 yeah, but he was like, and we're growing really fast. And he gave a revenue dollar as far as a pitch to us. (laughs) And he kept saying things like our residents, our residents, our residents love this. Our residents talk about this. Our residents do this. Oh, the other day, a resident told me this and blah, blah, blah. This is how he blah, blah, blah. And I mean, we were very interested and then we started to run out of time. And then I was like, well, I have to go because I ran out of time. And we asked him about time and we said, can you email us your price sheet so we can review this? And here was his response. Oh yeah. I'd absolutely, yeah. I'd love to schedule another phone call with you to go over that. What? Wait, wait, flags galore. (laughs) And it was like, (laughs) but I, so because we're still interested in this, no, we no. schedule a second phone call. And I'm like, we jump on and I'm like, hey, I have to leave in 20 minutes. I only have 20 minutes. Go fast. And then he starts going to this pitch. And of course, now, now you have ads of all sizes, shapes, dollar amounts. Which one do you think, which one would you start with trying to sell? The middle. Uh. Right, you don't want to sell the smallest ad space available. Mm-hmm. You want to start talking about like the middle one. Like, here's our like, this is the size. This is where we put it. It's going to be on, you know, because they usually put them like certain ads go like f- closer to the front. Yeah, right. You do that, or you explain like, oh, they're just all in the back. Like a, you know, sometimes they do that. They just put them all back there. So uh, where it's going to be? Is it like full page, half page? the small business card one. So somewhere in there, I was talking about the, the most, you know, boom, middle size ad, right? And then if you want full page, you can go up or you can go down if you want smaller. This would be a great sales tactic because you hit the middle of the road. And if they seem interested in that, you can immediately start upselling somebody yeah. on a more expensive ad. Or if they seem slightly disinterested, you go down and be like, well, we have these other ones, right? They won't be as visible, but they're still in the book. They'll still be seen. Mm-hmm. It's at this lower rate. It's over, you know, whatever. That would be a great sales tech. No, we got hit out of the gate with the most expensive one. The right? cover. The cover, right? basically. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Page and, one ad space. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And And his comment was he talked about it. And then the other thing was, is they have advertisements and they have sponsors. Originally, remember, I started Mm -hmm. off by telling that he was going to reach out to us about sponsors. Turns out, actually, he doesn't have any sponsorships available, but he does have these other ads. And a sponsorship is, is is an ad that is connected to particular content. So basically, if you wanted to sponsor the recipe of the month, uh, your ad would go next to that. Okay, or if I you want to sponsor the dog of the month, you would, I would, yeah. but he has no sponsorships left of it in this. So I'm like, well, that's a little disingenuous. Yeah. Uh, Lead is a thing you definitely don't have. Definitely don't have. And then he starts talking about, well, we've got 12, 24, and 36. And, you know, if you book 36 months out, you get a 20% discount over everything. And yeah, so you could buy an ad spot for 12, 12 issues, 24 mm. issues or 36 issues. Yeah. And then I had a question where I was like, Hey, yeah. How long have you been in this place doing this? To which he responded, Oh, we haven't shipped our first one yet. 
or they like just got their first one. Remember all of those statements where he was talking about like our residents love yeah. and I gear these things. What I realized then was, Oh, these are selling points yeah. from the magazine on total, like yeah. across the country. Yeah. These are the statements that they talk about of how to sell these things. Yes. Of like the basically he should have said the communities we're in yes. love the X, Y, Z in our feedback surveys from previous places. This is what we, we get. And so that was like an immediate knockdown. It's like more flag, more flag, <laughs> flag on the field. So then he, he he talks to us about this ad, its size, how it's positioned, blah blah blah. Tells us the price, and then he goes, "So what do you think about that?" And I went, "Gotta go by." <laughs> well, I, I'm like, I, that's not how I make decisions. Has I don't left make, the call. I don't make them one on one, one by one. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. cool, like can I see the next one? And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But like, regardless of price, like, what do you think about that? What do you think about the size and position? And, and I was we were basically like, we could fill it. Yeah. That's a, whoo, it's a yeah. lot of space. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well let me tell you about the next one. It was slightly less expensive. And then he started saying, oh, well, and because it is coming up on Thanksgiving, I was told I could give you guys a special Thanksgiving discount where, for the for the if you buy one size you pay the price of the size below it and i could i could do that for you guys going into this just so you know and i was like okay so he starts talking about the next one and then he asks he, he walks us through position uh you know location size mm. price and then he goes oh so then he goes what do you think of that I mean, <laughs> I still not helpful. I was like, yeah, like, that's cool. Man, that's great. Okay, those well. Are also numbers, those I also guess. Numbers. Yes, and he did this for every size class. Oh All the Why? way down. From, like, it was back cover, ba- uh, like back page, like back of the cover yeah. thing. Then it was a full page on the front cover. And then full page somewhere in the middle, and then ha- then two thirds page, half page, quarter page, or third pa- third of a page, and then quarter page. And for everyone, he was like, "What do you think of that side? Do you, regardless of price, do you think do you think that's something like how does that speak to you?" I was like, "I don't what I don't what does that even know. mean I don't." And you start saying, "Oh well, you know, typically companies who do a full page, you know, they're 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 you know right or wrong, it doesn't matter, but like you know, they're typically viewed as being more like established and like more in the community when you have this full page." And, and <laughs> this whole time, Megan and I are desperately trying, like, like we're I just trying to collect information. I'm not trying to emotionally pick on something. Yeah, but he keeps trying to get us to ta- start talking about emotionally, like emotionally. What do you feel? How do you feel about a half a page emotionally? What does that make you feel like? Do, do people have strong emotional feelings about the size of advertisements? Apparently, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, in a printed work, obviously. Last week, I discussed my emotional frustration with advertisements that are too small outside of the road. So I do have emotional attachments to the. For, I mean, dis- that's a utilitarian purpose. Yeah, it's true. But like, that's a weird. This is a very odd sales tactic. Like, uh-huh. I don't understand the goal. Right, like he's trying to do the okay. So when you go to buy a house, what is the first real? What is what are some of the questions the realtor asks you? I don't remember. Okay, the realtor asks you. They they don't ask you. Do you like the layout? They don't ask you that. Yeah. What do they? They say, would your furniture fit in here? 
Oh yeah. Oh, would this room would that fit the dresser that you have? Mm. They start trying to get you to imagine your stuff in the in home there, yeah, to true. start talking about to emotionally invested yeah, already in the spot. And they will actively try and get you to start using the words "your home." Yeah. And do you think your home would be like this? Do you think? Mm. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like nodding your head. And you're like, "Yeah, my home, yeah. my home." So that you leave going, "Oh wow, I oh, I felt such a connection with that." And really, it was just a guided like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like mind control experiment with the well-trained real estate agent (laughs) but you leave thinking you had all these great ideas and really it was the real estate agent going planting them in there exactly exactly um so that's what he's trying to do he's trying to just get emotionally attached to these ads and ad sizes which is just ridiculous because it's like i I can make something to fit or not fit like it's just that's not an issue with this at all and then he kept trying to connect with us on weird things because he's like you know oh he said um uh, one of our one of our residents told me, uh, and then again, I don't believe this story because again, he hasn't <laughs> been here. Yeah. But he said one of our residents said, "Don't use the word subdivision because it has the word divide in it." We're a neighborhood, and then he asked us, "Do you do you live in a neighborhood, or do you, do you live like you know in a in kind of city or further out?" Again, he's trying to get us to, yeah. and like, and I was just like, "What did I?" Say? I said like, "Oh, the houses are kind of close." But not really. <laughs> Our house—it's uh, in the middle of the street. Yeah, right. There's two cats in the yard. The life used to be so hard. hard right. I feel like it was like- <laughs> How could one little street? That's true. Oh, swallows! Wow, lives. that's a that's a much darker song. Right? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but so anyway, so he's going through this and then Megan has a genuine question of like, will an ad always be in the same space? It's like a page. Like, we'll oh, yeah, yeah. always page like seven or whatever. <laughs> but to use the illustration, she she jumped to a full page ad. She said, OK, if we get a full page ad, does this blah, blah. Oh, so he just heard full page. He ad. only thought in third in full page for the rest of the conversation. Yes. Cause he was like, ah, they gave me something. Yeah. They want full page. Yes. I've got them. So then he starts, he's like, he answered the question with the full page ad. And then he starts talking about, and then he slips in the hard sell of like all of a sudden, now all of a sudden now, oh, well, there's somebody also interested in oh, that full page of ad, course. right? There's another and, party and conveniently I involved that I just, you know, I need to bring up now. And just so you know, they're, they're available. So, and then I asked, um, uh, so when do you need a decision by? And you could tell his balloon was a little popped because I think he was ready to like have us Fine decide right now on yeah. this right now. And he said, well, I mean, you know, I am booking up spots and I'm, I, I'm contacting, you know, 32 or whatever uh, places a week. And, you know, this is kind of a rare thing for me to do, which I think means the second follow up phone call. Yes. Um, so like, you know, I just, you know, uh, but if I, if I hear of them, you know, if they want to start getting more interested in this, you know, I'll definitely reach out to you so that, you know, you can, you can get that since that's what you want and blah, blah. blah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm sure. So, whatever. I'm so done and i was trying not to be just belligerent and rude but also i was very annoyed by this entire process <laughs> well yeah that's a very terrible way to go about conducting a thing right like it's just not it's not helpful it's not informational it's like bullying sales tactics right it's like all the 
all the shystery stuff, right? That you <laughs> hear about, right? It's like a very used car salesman. Yes. Right. Yeah. Not that all used car salesmen are nefarious. Okay. Listeners are not. It's okay. No. So I know. I know no. this. It's just a stereotype. Right? It is. <laughs> Except, you know. Except for some of them are. But. Except for some of them are. <laughs> as as portrayed, I think, rather accurately in the uh, docuseries Matilda. Um, with <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. He had sand to it, so it weighs more. Anyway, or whatever he does. What does he do? What does he do with sand? He had sand to something. I don't remember. remember. <sighs> this is going to bother me now. How do you Google that? I don't know. Matilda, Matilda car salesman. Matilda Sand. Matilda car salesman. I don't want to watch the the GIF. Hmm. No, I don't think this is going to happen. No. Apparently, well, because apparently the Matilda 2 was a tank that had a, possessed a degree of protection that was unmatched in the North African theater. The sheer weight of the armor on the vehicle contributed to much of its success. So, yes, oh. uh, this is a so when you Google Matilda sand, you get a lot of articles about history buffs debating how good the Matilda 2 was or was not in sand. They're, they're all British, aren't they? Yes. The British are, seem to be very big tank enthusiasts yes. <clears throat> right i don't know why that is particularly but like they're they're always the ones that show up in the forums and stuff talking about it it's always like some rich dude on a video talking about like some really hyper niche world war ii tank something something and you're like what what i don't know what's happening <laughs> Uh, yes. What did you you oh, oh, I said, okay, something about a uh, car shop scene painting hood with a paint roller? Mm, okay. <clears throat> well, it's in the movie though. I don't yes. remember this very much at all. But anyway, so that's that's that. Hey, mixes something with anyway. It's not. No, I don't know. I don't. It's not important. We'll find something out, but yeah, so we did not, uh, so we got off the phone and was like, well, we'll look, don't call us. We'll call you. No, no. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, it was so bad. I don't relish in this. And then the other day I got a random phone call from this person. <laughs> oh no. From this person who, um, Said, uh, it was like, uh, hi, this is Kathy. Is this, uh, you know, the owner of blah, blah, blah? And I was like, uh, hi. Yeah. Um, how can I help you? Hi, I got your phone. I got your uh, card from this coffee shop. Uh, and, uh, I was wondering if we could get together for business networking purposes. No, no more, <laughs> no more networking. <laughs> Run away. She, she actually said, Flee. business networking purposes. And I was like, <laughs> this is not a real human. Oh this is like a robot gosh. telling you. So I did look up I this person afterwards and they are in fact an insurance salesman. Uh, and and then she did say that she's with something, something insurance, New York life or whatever. And I was like, Ugh. and I went, well, 
you know, this week's pretty busy. And it was actually, it was actually Monday. I was like, ah. this week's pretty busy. Uh, I could do next week though. And I can genuinely do next week because I'm going to be in and out a lot. <laughs> and she was like, then all of a sudden she's like, oh no, um, I was, I was thinking December 19th at 3.30 p.m. <laughs> I was like, that is, Whoa. so here's what she's she doing. She has an event no. schedules and she wants you to come and she's going to put you at a table, right? And then there's going to be other people at the table. Exactly. And then the one dude that calls you Larry guy is going to walk in the door and then you're going to have to run out the back immediately, right? It's going to happen. Run away. Oh, no. So, no then I, I realized what she's actually doing is she's just de- blocking out a full week of this. She just went to this coffee shop, grabbed all of the business cards. Ah. It's just cold calling these people and scheduling them in these little slots. Ah. I am so <laughs> why she wants to talk about business insurance and probably business liability stuff and probably yada, yada, yada stuff and stuff and stuff and things. And I'm, <sighs> But yeah, as soon as she said business networking purposes, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> like, no. Oh my gosh. I've never seen this tunnel here before. I can't. Re- re- uh, uh, be- what? Yes. <laughs> How do I? I'm in the mountains. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <It's> not again. <laughs> People wonder why nobody will answer their phone anymore. Right. This is why when my phone rings, if it doesn't say Susan on it, I'm just like, nah. I'm not going to answer that. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm not going to bother with that one. This seems like uh, not real. I don't <laughs> too much work for sure. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, and I I I I, I oh, it's so annoying. So, anyway, yeah. So, maybe hey, you want to join me for some business networking purposes? I don't think uh, that would be very useful for you. In your business. <laughs> well, this, I guarantee you that this networking purpose is not going to be beneficial for me in my business either. So I'm going to, when I said I can pencil that in, yeah. um, because this is also on a very busy day for us where we were like trying to get things packed and mm. put away and oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah, stuff. So I was just like, yeah, get this off my plate. I said, call me the week of and we'll, we'll see if I'm still see available. See if I'm best available. I'm, spoiler. He's not going to be not available. Gonna be available so. Will just mysteriously busy unrelated, you know, things just unknowable. So busy, yeah, so busy. Just say, Oh, yeah, I have stuff, stuff, and things. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's bad. That's terrible. The cold call's got to be like the worst thing ever, right? Like, and and I, I guess in this day and age, it still works. But on the other hand, like, does it work? Like, Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Do people not see this coming from a mile away when these people call them? And like, or do, or do they? I don't know. I just, it's so it boggles the mind. I don't know because you get stuck between, like you talked about earlier, like you get stuck in this place of like you want to be nice. But also, you don't care, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and you're trying to balance this out between, like, oh yeah, I'm trying to be cordial and I'm trying to be a nice thing, right? We like we. I, I, this does remind me, legitimately, of the time where I, we got stuck talking to a timeshare guy, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so, like, we were just 
listening, right? Do the thing. And then like, you know, we tried to leave and he like keeps talking and then like, we're like, no. And then they like ask all these like probing questions about like, why not? And you're like, because I actually don't want a timeshare in Arizona. That doesn't mm-hmm. seem interesting to me. And like, they get, <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> so you just like, you is walking this really fine line where you don't want to be like, Listen, buddy, get out yeah. of my face to like trying to still be like a cordial individual. It'd be nice, but you really just want to tell him to go jump off a cliff because you don't care about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I, and that's, I'm, when I have to tell that, so the, the ad guy is going to be calling us back to follow up probably this coming week. And I'm going to try and do the easy letdown. Uh, usually I say something like, well, where we are right now with our ad spend, I don't think this is the best fit for us because yeah. of the direction that we're moving. But it is something that we'll keep in mind as that changes. And we do for future reassessments on a quarterly basis. Yeah. I really appreciate you and your time. Don't call us. We'll call you. Right. I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, if he continues to ask, eventually it's going to get down to because we don't feel comfortable buying from you. Right. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't yeah. Just straight right. up. <laughs> I don't really like you. So I don't really like you. Go away. You know, and I could also say things like, well, um, this is unproven in this market, this magazine. Like, who knows how it's actually going to be received here? Sure, it's worked. How many times has, has this worked magazine... Worked in Milwaukee, exactly. right? But like... <laughs> exactly. Or North Carolina or whatever. So yeah, going, okay, how likely is it... Undisclosed locations that you didn't tell us where you were, but, yeah. you know, that's cool. Tell me about all the times that you that this company entered a, a market like this and then failed. Right, because it was rejected or not well received, or people didn't participate. So, like you know, maybe after you've been at this a year, maybe we can revisit to see what kind of successes that you're having. But as of right now, we're not interested in doing an unproven marketing scheme. Yeah, because I don't know, I'm not the target audience for this sort of thing. Obviously, right? Like my just just the way that I interact with the world doesn't really follow this particular line of thought. But like I. So like I'm already not the type of person that would live in a country club <laughs> environment. But even if I was living there, if somebody was like, hey, I'm going to come write a thing about you for our monthly club newsletter, I would just yeah. be like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't like it. So I don't, yeah. I don't know how many other people are like that. Or if they're just like, no. Go away, man. I don't want... Yeah. Do they have to pay for this magazine? Are you going to drop it on their door for free? It is free because of the advertisers. Ah. And so here's the other thing. You know what I do with all the free magazines I get in my mailbox? I put them in the recycling bin. This is where they go. They go straight to the recycling bin. Bloop. Like, I don't even look at them. So... (laughs) (laughs) Because that's my other thought, too, of... Um, obviously I, I like nothing less than unsolicited mail, right? I don't want, <laughs> and these, these people are obviously extraordinarily wealthy. They know that they're, tar- I mean, yeah. they know that they're, they're the target of many businesses. So like now I get another thing, marketing to me and advertising to me like that kind of feels weird, doesn't it? Mm. So that's of like, yeah, just how it actually is this received by people and yeah. what percentage of the households? Cause he's kept on talking up like, Oh yeah, 350 households to get this and three blah, blah, blah. But like, okay. St- for, statistically from your other areas, what percentage of the total number of houses are actually actively engaged in this? Oh, Do yeah. you know? Ooh, right. I bet no, I bet right? there's no market it, research on that. 
Because there it, should be a pie graph for that one. Mm-hmm. That should be a graph. Come on. Because then suddenly, because then suddenly, the $14,000 they want you to spend on the back cover ad... Excuse you? ...doesn't really... <laughs> Seem Did you just say $14,000 for an advertising? It's for a year. That's, you can buy cars for less than that. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe not in 2023 because the world doesn't make sense. But normally, this is car money, right? Uh-huh. You could buy the van that you've been dreaming about. Mm-hmm. Dream van. Money. Dream van. And that is, maybe not for that, but that money would be much better suited for van. Van. Van life. Yeah. Yep. So basically, we're spending $40 per household Ugh. to get, to make this, to make something work. Uh, that you know, there's no way the return on investment that could be anywhere near useful. No. Right? Like, you'd have to get so many new clients out of that. that yes. Be, yes. And then, because, yeah. You could probably get from... A much less cost-effective advertisement, right? Or much more cost-effective, I mean. Like, yeah. cost less. That's what I meant to say. An advertisement that costs less. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, what? so what we do, we, we, we make bespoke um, mm. postcards, right? So we, we actually customize postcards, make sure that they're really nice, high quality, mm-hmm. really nice appeal, good photos. Send those out. Yeah. Um, we send those to people. Um, they're like a dollar or less, depending on what yeah. we do per person. <laughs> I'd rather do that. That does sound much more, much better. Yes. And then van. Right. Yeah. So, and he kept saying uh, things like, oh, I typically target people who, who've never advertised before. So they, they are usually only ever done word of mouth. And I went, what kind of person who's never advertised before is going to look at $14,000 and go, yeah, that's what I need to do. A person that's never advertised, advertised before. before. That's, oh no. He's talking, he, he works with suckers. He does oh, work no. with suckers. Oh no. Because then he was in the, in the, um, in the example he was showing us, it was filled with dentists and mm. real estate agents and Why do you need a real estate agent if you already have a because they want club real estate because they want to be the one to sell your home when you go to sell it oh true. so this is a long game of a real estate Ooh. agent of going okay here's a house it's 1.4 million dollars right now when they go to sell that i want them to remember me so yeah. i can sell it so i have to advertise them at all times and it's yeah. So that, that, and I was like, but but that dentists and real estate agents they advertise all the time. So what you just said is yet another lie. Like, right? like it's that's a, also true, it's right? A, they're some of the most advertised people in the world, <laughs> and, <laughs> and doctors and lawyers and stuff. And I was like, and lawyers, right? Brad uh, Bradshaw, right? That's what you get exactly. Oh, did you did you hear the um the the the, the real estate news? That's making the world a buzz. Oh, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Well, you'll be proud of Missouri because this lawsuit came out of Missouri. Gasp. Okay. So, uh, National Real Estate Association, not the National Association of Realtors. There you go. I was was like, NRA. No, 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 not (laughs) Not that that one. one. Not that one. (laughs) The National Association of Realtors. Is that what it's called? Fact check. 
We don't know. Okay. Shrug shoulders. <laughs> That's fine. Um, we, so they were sued uh, by a bunch of people, uh, and it was found that they were uh, held, um, they were uh, guilty of colluding to keep prices on houses high and shocking price fixing for the percent given to the sellers and the buyer's agent. Whoa. So when you sell a home, you pay a 6% I, in I'd real like estate fees. I'd say I'm surprised that something like this would happen, okay. but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so when you sell, when you buy or sell a home, so the buyer, wait, is it seller? Seller. Okay. Seller. When you sell a home, 6% of your sale goes to real estate agents. Yeah. 3% goes to the buyer agent. 3% goes to seller agent. Yeah. Okay. Easiest money a real estate agent makes in their life is when they're a buyer's agent because they do nothing. No, yeah, true. <laughs> they do they do nothing. Especially in the modern day and age where Zillow and all these other places work where like we when we bought our house, I was the one on Zillow and like looking at the MLS and doing all this stuff going, okay, we're gonna do this. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. In order to list your home on the MLS, you have to agree to the National Association of Realtors terms of agreement, which includes that you agree if you sell your home that's listed on MLS that you will pay the 3% and 3%. And that even if you don't even use an agent, even if you don't use an agent, well, no, if you don't use an agent, this doesn't apply to you. Okay. I was like, well, that's weird. But but you can't list it on the MLS if you don't have an agent. Ah. So if you list it, you must have an agent, must be listed through an agent. And in order to do that, you agree to pay that three and three. So now what they've deemed is that, oh, and and then the other thing was, is that if you think about it in this way, Sellers agents and buyers agents, they because they're commission based on the three percent. Mm. Neither of them have a, 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 a um, an incentive to sell at a cheaper price. Oh yeah, no, they're just like sell whatever. Yeah, yeah they want to sell at a or the buyer, price. the buyers agent. They're not really going to go in there and negotiate down on anything because they know they get less money at the end of the day. True. So I was like, I. This is very frustrating. So anyway, so that was part of, there was a lot more in depth in there, like keeping prices elevating high mm-hmm. because they would just be like, oh yeah, oh, take a dollar off. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but they found that this 3%, 3% was actually illegal as well. So now technically real estate agents can charge whatever they want, but think of it this way in the world of high prices and easy accessible services, you're not going to be able to charge high percentage rates and actually get clients. That's true. So the thought is, is that this will actually drive a market wedge of there will be lower priced agents and higher priced agents. And hopefully some thought is maybe they'll even just go to straight, like I'll sell your home for $2,400 or whatever, like not yeah. percentage based, just like a fixed, just a cost. fixed commission cost. Yeah. Yes. That would make a lot more sense. Yes. And so because this has just ripped out a major chunk of just like easy income for real estate agents, they're expecting to that of real estate agents, they'll be like in the next five to 10 years, there'll be half as many out there right now as there are right now. Because you can't, you can't list, you can't be like, Oh yeah, you moved to the area. You want to buy a home. I'll be your agent. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like now Buyer's agents will probably be, they'll probably be the ones that make 1%. And then the seller's agents are going to be the ones that make you know, 2% or 3%. But yeah, this is, so I thought this was very interesting and exciting news that I need to make sure that we share yeah. here. Because I know how, how closely you follow the market trends. Oh yeah, of everything Because I do that. No, but that is, that, that does make sense, right? Like, 
that's always seemed like a weird job to me anyway. Cause like it's a little bit nebulous about what some of the real estate agents actually do. Right. Like I don't like if all they're doing is like listing your house in a national database, that doesn't feel like a large percentage of uh, money to do that. Right. Like it feels like, like but, you're not actually do like I can see the seller agent. Cause those are the people that like take the tours and they mm-hmm. like meet you and, or like if you're buying, like you meet that person and then you go and yeah, like you, <clears throat> you go to visit houses with them. Like they're, you're like actually working. They're trying to, they're taking, they're showing you around stuff. They're, you know, perhaps negotiating things on your behalf with the other people. So yeah. th- that, that person, <clears throat> that feels like a job that's like doing stuff. Right. But like the other one's like, yeah, I listed the house. So, so this cool, like, <laughs> so this is where you could see some market fragmentation start to occur of like full service agents yeah. for who, who like, it, sure. Some people may go, look, I'm willing to pay your 6% fee to you only because I don't want to lift a finger to get this house. I mean, yeah. Versus like when we bought our house again, like I would have chosen a real estate, a buyer's agent with a really low thing because all I need them to do is like, read the legal document. Yeah. I, I don't need them to find houses or arrange tours or yeah, anything like that. Like I, already did all that. Yeah, I can yeah. do all that online. So like I would have actively sought out somebody who wasn't a full service because it was going to save me money in the end. Yeah. Cause but, you weren't going to utilize them anyway. Exactly. Exactly. So food for thought moving forward and uh, you'll have to put your real estate license and dreams on. Oh, that's hold. right. I didn't have those anyway. Oh, well, so. there you go. I know a lot of people do that. Yeah. This is like a thing they do and they do it for like a side job. Uh-huh. Probably because they do, if they're just getting like fixed 3% all the time, no matter what, that would be why they're doing that. Yes. So you're going to weed out the part-timers already anyway mm-hmm. and get like the serious people that actually work at the real estate, like agency, right? Not like Jim that has a, <laughs> who, took his week, who took his test and was like, yeah, I can sell real estate, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I can help you. You're like, eh, no. Yeah, he he took the class, took the test. He, he sells like a couple houses a year, yeah. right? For like friends and family. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like sold my Uncle Jim's house and like, you know, all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> That is an interesting. That is interesting. There you go. Useful something, mm. Missouri. One thing. One you thing. get one thing so far. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what that, but uh, I do have a haiku. Oh, I do have a haiku to to close us out. There we go. Okay. All weekend, okay. He's been denying that it existed, so he probably just wrote it five minutes ago. Frantically, frantically wrote. So I was challenged last week to write a haiku about Tom Bombadil using a Yiddish word. Ah, okay, okay. This. Not so easy. No, um, I can't imagine not. Okay. <laughs> and so I had done a lot of work uh, to find words to, to fit uh-huh. in. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. Actually, I just had to put everything together. Okay. So I had the research done and just didn't put it. Okay. So the here's... final draft was not finalized. No, it was not. So, <clears throat> okay. And I hope, I hope I'm actually using this word right. Like I'm also like really, oh, no. really worried that, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It just, it doesn't sound like it sounds. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it. And All right. gonna, okay. So <clears throat> this is my haiku of Tom, right. Tom Bombadil with the Yiddish word. All right. <laughs> Mensch of the woodlands. Tom's laughter echoes brightly. Nature's song, his heart. 
Very lovely. There we go. I might be a bit strong starting out with menstrual. It's a bit of a harsh start, but you know, it fits though, right? It tracks. It's fine. And it's one of those where like menstrual, it does not sound like a positive word. That's true. And that's what it makes it really. hard. To, and I didn't, but it was, but it's about like somebody with honor, integrity or yeah. whatever. Like it's actually a very good positive thing, but it just, it doesn't sound, just sound like a bit harsh, mench. right? Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so I could still be further workshopped on that hey, you know, to okay. find a better, more fitting term. But anyway, it's all right. That's that. All right. Okay. Well, we have yet wandered and woven our way through another, another time. Kablam. Kablam. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.